Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Thursday, it's September 7th. I'm Ty, I'm back in the studio. Hi Ty. Uh, and hey Gary, how you doing? And we do have Gary Austin, the voice of the valley, the man of the glass, Pastors. the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's good to see you. Good to uh, see you. We also have our, uh, you know, our potatoes that are always watching over, Mr. and Mrs. Potato and their little one Spud. We also have the other guy, James is here today. Hey. Uh, we've hey, got Dave's here today. Hey, God Pastor bless James you guys. Here. Shane's here Hello. today. And Shane. we are really glad to be with you guys. Um, and I am so blessed to be back uh had a great time in uh florida we went hurricane chasing uh and we didn't catch one so that was good so we appreciated <laughs> that uh but we had a, we had a wonderful time uh and several of us uh kind of got a little bit sick on the way back because the issue of that little cylindrical petri dish called an airplane uh <laughs> so i the smaller the airplane the more freaked out i get now so it's like okay we're all rebreathing the same air this can't be good uh but have any of you guys ever gotten sick after a flight have you guys has that ever happened to you guys or not is it yet just me not you, yet one ever, day though i one, look forward to oh, it you look forward yeah. to that so shane have you ever gotten sick after a i've flight? gotten sick after the flight before the flight and on the flight. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, okay. You know, and Gary, what about you, man? I'd, I've gotten earaches before. Oh, yeah. The, uh, flight. Sinus yeah, pressure? But, yeah. Well, okay. So. Dave, have you ever gotten sick after flight? Uh, not I. All right. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Vitamin C, baby. That's right. Crank it up. <laughs> I don't know. Vitamin C. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those. I don't believe in it. Dave doesn't fly. I, I haven't just, gotten. <laughs> I fly a lot. I just refuse to get sick. I haven't gotten physically sick. I've been irritated on flights, though. Does that count? <laughs> no, no, I don't think that no? counts. Mental. Okay. No. M- mental anguish. Yeah. yeah. Mental. Something that's always been in my brain is, is it really like the the air that we're breathing or is it the stress and the amount of pressure that you put on your body through travel when you get sick after a flight i've always thought yeah is I there think, something to do with that or? I think, yeah i think part of it is you're worn down yeah you know you're worn down you've got cold air blowing on you you're you're tired uh you're running you are stressed i mean just trying to go through a tsa you get stressed i I, you know, and we travel with the guitars, and so going to this conference because it was a creatives conference. So we're traveling with guitars. Well, you want to talk about raising your stress levels? Trying traveling with a guitar. It was easier for me to get to Israel uh, with a guitar than it was for me to get to Orlando, Florida, with a guitar. I can't imagine and the so, stress of traveling with a guitar because I only travel with multiple children. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we we've done that. So yeah, we we've had that one. Uh, but yeah, it was it was interesting to to say the least. So. Yeah, it does kind of make it. I, I appreciate my, that. My joke yeah. is sinking in with Shane. He's like, oh, it is stressful. Yeah, it's yeah, very stressful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> so one of my things, I love travel. I love uh, going places. I love the adventure of going, but also I love watching movies. So to have a two to four hour block of just being able to sit there and watch movies and your kids are strapped in next to you, it's like there's the most stress-free thing for me. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love airplanes. <laughs> Well, hey, listen, guys, we've got some wonderful readings today, and today is National Superhuman Day? What? It is, yeah. What, I, it's not the typical superhuman that you would think of. This is uh, having to do with people who have different kinds of disabilities that have overcome the challenges, the disgrace, oh, and the dishonor that they experience. Yeah. 
uh, and it's it's looking at hundreds of athletes, musicians, entrepreneurs, educationalists, and individuals who have proved themselves regardless of what society labels them as. Oh, interesting. So that okay. kind of superhuman. Yeah, that kind of superhuman. Like, well, just somebody who stands up against the odds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I'd hope most people would be willing to stand up against the odds. I remember being told when I was a kid, uh, I don't, did you guys ever have things that you were told you couldn't do when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever have that happen? Shane, did they ever have that, oh, yeah. that happen to you? Yeah. Yep. Dave? Yes, yep. sir. Okay. James? Most certainly. <laughs> okay. Gary, what about you? Yeah. So one of the things that I was told I would never do was sing. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing I was told you'll Ouch. never sing. You can't sing. I was told I was tone deaf for years and years and years and years and years. And uh, I believe what I was told. And so I went all the way up and I got into college and I'm in college and I... I believe I was, I thought I was tone deaf and I had a wonderful uh, friend say, well, let me teach you how to sing. I said, well, I can't sing because I'm this. And she goes, no, no, you're not. And uh, it was my, my mental view of myself uh, disabled my first couple years of music school because I thought I was tone deaf and I wasn't. Um, And she brought me in and taught me how to sing. Um, I, I still struggle a little bit. Um, Just, I think part of it's just a mental thing. You know, I still struggle a little bit, but I remember being told that. And uh, it's that's always hard when we we, you know, we kind of take that label upon ourselves like you can't sing or you're you're dumb or you're stupid or you're, you know, we have to be careful. Our words are important to people, mm-hmm. you know. And I know when we're young, I we we can really damage people. And I remember getting hurt pretty bad uh, by people just saying certain things to me. I don't know if you guys ever experienced that. Oh yeah, always. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, I want to encourage you guys, if you guys have a comment or question, send it to Pastors Live at TheRev.FM. That's Pastors Live at TheRev.FM. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we do have uh, some great Bible readings today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in 1 Corinthians 15, and I, I love 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, there's a couple things in, in this passage that uh, really encourage my heart but when he says in verse 14 of this passage he says and if christ is not risen then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty Mm -hmm. uh the idea that if if we if we as as christians if we're not in a place where we recognize that you know what god is risen if he's not risen what are we doing here uh our, our our preaching is empty our faith is empty if jesus isn't risen but jesus is risen from the dead and we we stand on that hope but i appreciate how paul owns it he says look if he's not risen yeah we're wasting our time here right you know verse verse 19 if we have hoped in christ only in this life we are of all people most to be pitied right Right. yeah and the the proof of the resurrection the reality of the resurrection and the hope of the return of christ is essential in our in our belief in christ and our our walk with christ and it's um, it's power, man. It's power to get over those moments we were just talking a, a minute ago about those who kind of like to squash others with their words or they squash people with their, um, their hopes. Maybe their like traditions too, because you know I grew up in a house where it was like you school is priority, and if you don't go to school, you're a loser, right? Ah, yeah. And or okay. a family, not a house, but a family, I know, I a family yeah. dynamic, and so you know being told. with no aspiration to want to go to further my education, being told that I'm essentially a loser and going to be worthless, you know, it affected how I lived my life. But then boom, I come to Christ and all of that fades away. And, and, uh, I have this new hope and this new walk because he is risen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the resurrection is the game changer, right? Yeah. I mean, it really is. And it's interesting when you think about that Paul's writing to the Corinthians for one basic um, reason. They're divided. This is yeah. a divided church. And, you know, we're part of a divided church today, not Water Springs. The church in general is just so divided mm. over so many stupid things, just stupid things. And when you read, you know, the entire uh, epistle, this this epistle, 1 Corinthians, and you realize, man, Paul is addressing those divisions. Well, I was baptized by Chuck Smith. <laughs> I was baptized by John Wimber. I, pick one. You know, Greg Laurie baptized. Oh, my, you're going to heaven first. You know, because that guy, well, Pastor Ty baptized me. Oh, wow. Not me. I got baptized by Dave and Shane. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And, and Paul's addressing that. And he's like, guys, just stop all of that. There are no spiritual haves and spiritual have-nots. Oh, and by the way, we're going to heaven. Christ <laughs> was resurrected from the dead. The last enemy has been destroyed. And when we get to heaven, there's not going to be you know, over here mm-hmm. in one section. Well, that seems like the rich section of heaven, Peter. Well, yes, because those people were baptized by Paul. Well, those guys were baptized by Chuck Smith. Well, what about the slums over there? Well, those guys were baptized by Dave and Shane. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, man, <clears throat> the resurrection changes everything. And there's there's no spiritual haves and have-nots. So yeah. I love it. I well, love chapter 15. Well, and I think one of the things, too, is that we forget when, we, when we're studying the Bible is when we, they, they're making a big deal about the disciples' baptism, yeah. right? Right. And so, you know, right. you have the, we're baptized by the Holy <laughs> Spirit into the church. We're baptized by other disciples in water. We're baptized by the, Jesus in the Spirit. And this whole idea of the disciples' baptism is where one disciple baptizes another disciple. It's it's an outward it, it's it's an outward confession of an mm. inward commitment, and it and it really that's why I love having dad's help, you know, and and you know come in and be part of all that because it's the disciples' baptism. I I, I it is it's amazing to me that people would would hold on and put put an onus on the disciples' baptism as some form of authority. However, uh, I've seen that over the years. You know, if you're not baptized in our organization, or if you don't mm-hmm. take communion with our group, with our people, and you know, it's like we are that we have it all. We've got it all figured out. You know, we're just part. Water Springs is just part of the body of Christ, right. and and we cooperate with the rest of the body of Christ to see the mission of the gospel go out. But we're still a local body, and we're responsible for our local body, tending to and taking care of people in the local body. And, um, yeah, it's just always amazing to me to see how people get spun up about stuff. Well, you, know? can, you can elevate anything to the level that, you know, that it doesn't belong. You know, oh, I go to this church because my pastor preaches, you know, and or I go to this church because I'm under this particular worship leader. And that's always, whether it's the person who baptized you or the person who's leading worship or the person who's preaching or whatever, you're elevating that person to a place they don't belong. Everybody yeah. in the body of Christ, as you talked about the body of Christ, Pastor Ty, we all have a job to do, but we're all co-laborers in that yeah. and that's because we serve under the lordship of jesus yeah 100%. so he's the one that we look to you know like it goes right back to the the point of the resurrection without the resurrection we're all it's all hopeless but the resurrection did happen and jesus is lord and therefore whether you're a mennonite or a calvary chapel or a presbyterian if you call jesus lord we're all co-laborers co-equals in that there's a there's a church in in Spencer Iowa. Um, I think it's called Hope Church. What would that church be? 
Pastor James. That church is part of the body of Christ, Pastor Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Serving under the lordship of Jesus. <laughs> right on. Now, you guys aren't, is it non-denominational? Oh, no. It's denominational. That's what I was asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's called uh, Hope Reformed Church. Okay, Pastor cool. Dave. So it's part so, of the Reformed uh, well, branch of the family. Everything over there is Reformed. <laughs> right. It's, it's, there's, that's like the Reformed. But I, I yeah. love that because there it is, whether you're part of like you were saying whatever mm. branch of the family you're you're sort of hanging out on it, it's all part of the same tree man it's part right. of the same family. but i love this conversation because paul wraps up here at least in today's reading uh get down to verse 33 where he says so don't be con- don't be deceived which is a really nice king james word mm. for don't be stupid um evil company corrupts good yes. manners or good habits and it's a caution against friendship with with cynics or even um divisive people you know so you're in the body of christ now you corinthians he would say you're in this this body of believers here in corinth and we all agree that we're part of the body because of the resurrection of jesus christ so man you're in that's cool but even though with with all of that being said still be careful about the company you keep because if you are surrounding yourself with um, divisive people, cynical people, uh, fault-finding, keyhole-peeping, sin-sniffing people. You're going to be a fault-finder, a keyhole-peeper, people, uh, peeper, <laughs> keyhole-peeper. Say that what? ten times and, fast. Uh, yeah, say that five times. Uh, and you're, you're going to be a sin-sniffer. Yeah. You're going to be cynical. In other words, you're going to be divisive. Yeah. Man, I don't want to be in that group. I just do not want to be in there. And the divisiveness, uh, sniping, um, it, I'm, I'm just moving further and further and further away from engaging on social media anymore. I'll put out a scripture. I'll put out an encouraging word. I might even put out something that I find mildly humorous, but hopefully provocative. And then I walk away. Yeah. I'm just so tired oh. of the sniping and the if you don't behave like I behave, you're less than me. You you have to have the same convictions, the same do's and don'ts. No, I don't. I just don't have to have the same. I've got the same Christ. Yeah. I'm born again. You're born again. We're going to heaven. You don't go to movies. I enjoy going to movies. Let's just keep loving Jesus. Yeah, we're conformed to the image of Christ, not yeah. one another, man. Right. And, and <laughs> that's what this, you're talking about, James. Not conformed to Calvary Chapel, not conformed to fundamentalism. Conformed Ga- to Christ. Yeah. Gabby and I had a great conversation. I believe it was Monday morning. Um, and it was tying together this this conversation that we're having about Corinthians with what's going on in Ezekiel mm-hmm. and how God takes Ezekiel through the abominations that are happening. Yeah. A little in, lighthearted reading there, a little light reading for <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Climb through the wall of the temple and see all the filth yeah, and the disgusting yeah. things. And, yeah. and the one that when he goes in the temple and the backs of the, it specifically said in yeah. ESV that the backs of the people were towards God. Right. And they were worshiping the sun, the sun right? The S-U-N, yeah. right? And the idolatry is going on in the house of the Lord. And the conversation that my wife and I were having were, it's really no different today. Hmm. We can come to the house of the Lord and have our backs to the Lord. And... Uh, while we're sitting in service, you know, while, sure you know, can. whether we're checking Facebook or glued to our phone and, and we, the conversation shifted to the, the house of the Lord isn't just a place to go. Right. It's where we all go because we have a common thing. We have a commonality a to be. 
right. and, and we're yeah. worshiping the Lord together and we're serving the Lord together. And if that's not my attitude going to the house of the Lord, I might as well just not go, honestly. Well, and honestly, though, Shane, along those lines, and if you're going to sit there and snipe, yeah, oh, the, the pastor or the teacher today is, did he just say ESV? Oh, no. If he's not using my translation, right. blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the, the, the whole teaching that the pastor has worked on or the, the teacher has worked on and sought the Lord all week and said, Lord, yeah. you know, um, this week I have the privilege of standing before your people in the pulpit. Yeah. And the, the pastor has labored over the passage. And, and if you're going to sit there and snipe, and you're going to sit there and pick. And you're going to sit there, I don't like the way Ty's dressed today. Oh, Dave's wearing, he's wearing a hat today. Oh, James is teaching from the wrong translation. And you know what? Then just leave. Seriously. Yeah. You're, 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 a, you're a spot in the love feast, really. Yeah. I mean, just go away. But don't, I'm just going to wait here and fold my arms. And as soon as that guy's done teaching, I'm going to meet him out in the foyer. I'm going to let him have it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you said this. The, it says the, and you said uh. Right. Well, there is a there is another option besides leaving. Repent. And <laughs> yeah, stay. repent or leave. <laughs> and 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 you know what? Sometimes when and you maybe, repent, you leave. <laughs> well, I, no, I, I, no, I, I, I want to be really gracious here. I want to say there is another option besides leaving. The the other part is to become part of the body and realize that you yeah. know what, you you have a responsibility to be part of. But if you can't, like Dave says, if you can't. Get your headspace out of always complaining. That's, I guess that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's the people yeah. who consistently, constantly, and I keep running into them, and I'm like, if you are so angry at right. the church you're a part of, it's not just Water Springs. I'm just talking about I'm talking. Right, right. You guys know I have a lot of friends and a lot of people I'm connected across to the nation. across the yeah. nation. And I'm just like, there are so many really good, yeah. fine churches, you know, and we tell people all the time, we don't. Water Springs has never claimed to have a corner on Jesus in Idaho Falls. We're not the only game in town. It's the only game in town for me. Right. This is where God's called me. I'm not going anywhere. I love Water Springs. But if if you're a part of a church that every single week all you can do is sit there and snipe and 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 be be small minded and just waiting, just waiting for the teacher of the week or that pastor, whoever it is, to say something minusculely wrong. So that after service, you could be the first person in line to say, aha, if great- I strongly recommend if you can't repent, if you can't stop that nonsense, go find a church that's as messed up as you are and enjoy it. <laughs> if grace doesn't change you to repent, something's wrong. Yeah. Something, something's wrong. Bring in, tie in the two, Pastor Ty and Pastor Dave together. I love that. If well, grace doesn't, off. Well, if <laughs> grace doesn't change, if grace doesn't change you, cause that's, a, that's our hope, right? As the church, yeah, the grace when, change people, when yes. those people come in who are, are complaining or caught up in mm-hmm. idolatry or what, fill in sure. the blank. Right, 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 right. The goal of the church is to show God's grace, right? Yeah. And adopt them into the church family. But if that, if, if there's nothing there, right? If they're being stubborn as Israel was or right. stubborn as the Corinthians were, right? Um, well, Paul even yeah. says to one guy, hey, you got to get out of here because you're so far gone down yeah. the rabbit hole. Well, well you have to understand but, too that, that God can soften a hard yes. critical spirit. And a, and a critical spirit is what we're talking about here. We're talking mm-hmm. about somebody who's yeah. just always being critical. And, and, and you have to, I love what Charles Spurgeon said in letters to his students. He said, if you're going to be in ministry, you've got to have a blind eye and a deaf ear. <laughs> in other words, there's stuff that you just got to not listen to and stuff you just not going to, you can't look at. And he, he, the idea of just showing grace. 
Yeah. However, that doesn't mean you're completely blind and completely happy. <laughs> you know, it's uh, because yeah, because you know, having a critical spirit is 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 tragic it's, because you, it's do, you not can't, part of the fruit of the spirit. No, it's no, just not. yeah, critical spirit is not in the list of the fruits of the spirit. I had a pastor one time, Dave, and this was actual. This was actual verbiage. He said something, and it was absolutely inappropriately and offense. It was inappropriate and offensive. And I, I was in a meeting with a bunch of other pastors, um, and it was a community thing. And I looked at him sideways because I, I, I have the kind of face you just can't hide stuff. I, I just don't. I don't Where's hide his face well. on his sleeve. I do. I wear my face <laughs> on my sleeve. And I looked at him, and he goes, "Oh, well, hey, you know, you're just gonna have to get over that because I have the gift of blunt and obnoxious." Mm-hmm. And I, oh I was, right, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, that. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that's that's the my gift spiritual gift. Man, my spiritual gift is to just call people out. It's like I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't, what, what, what Bible verse are you reading? What, is, what is no, it, it could yeah. be what accurate is, there. It's it could be a spiritual gift. Just which spirit? I didn't, find, <laughs> I didn't find that one. I flipped yeah, through yeah, the Bible yeah. and didn't find that yeah, one. Well, let's, like, let's yeah. go out on a high note because yeah. the program's ending. For all of that, thinking yeah. about all of the conversation in here, uh, and I, I thought about this first when Ty was talking earlier because it's part of our reading today. Make a joyful noise Woo! unto yeah. God, all ye lands. Sing forth honor. For his name and his praise is glorious. So, um, you know, rather than being critical, rather than believing that you're tone deaf, we strongly recommend that you get in tune with the Spirit of the Lord and speak joyfully, speak glorious things, give honor to his name, and edify and build up one another. It is Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. We'd love to hear your questions and comments at Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Your love, your family, we out. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.